Hello and welcome to the Traumanomics Podcast, a place where we discuss a wide range of topics emphasizing healing, change, and growth for abuse survivors. Drawing from personal and professional experiences, we'll discuss issues openly for those in helping positions such as parents, educators, health and mental health professionals, and members of law enforcement. This is Dr. Chris Bertelson. Chris is a survivor, educator, and author. As a teenager, Chris was a target of a notorious child molester in his hometown, a man who went on to abduct and murder one of the victims. This abduction case went unsolved for 27 years. Chris was instrumental in helping bring attention to the cases, which were eventually solved in 2016. And this is Jordan Howard. Jordan is a therapist here in Arkansas with extensive experience working with abuse victims and males in particular. In addition, Jordan works with couples and people with addictions. Together, we hope to share stories and commentary of resilience and healing in a caring and lighthearted way, bringing attention to issues of abuse, addiction, and the effects on individuals and society. Hey everybody, welcome to the Traumanomics Podcast, the place where men talk about stuff men don't talk about. Jordan and I are here and we are going to do our last installment, our post-holiday episode. So this episode is really about alternative families and I'm guessing that many of our listeners have had alternative family relationships over the holidays and really uh, maybe struggled through some of their own family uh, gatherings and then really enjoyed some others. So I thought maybe we'd talk about that, Jordan. Yeah, I think that, I think that's a great, great point. Cause I mean, coming off the holidays, we, you know, we've all had to, we've all had to deal with people, right? <laughs> right. And so, uh, and as Nietzsche said, the philosopher, hell is other people. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right. He said it. So, he said it. You know, and, uh, yeah, I mean, we just, I mean, I think we create, create our own family system sometimes. And that's, it's kind of what we're going to dig into today, you know, whether, you know, Chris, I think whether it be, you know, um, you know, friends that we've had, you know, for a long time, new people in our lives, but how do we, how do we gather sort of these, these uh, systems of support, as I will call them? So one of the things that I always like to point out is that during the Heinrich era in Painesville, in those years, friendships are how I got through that. You know, adults were not talking. They were not supporting. It's a couple, right? A few here and there. But it was friendships then that were, I guess, call it an inflection point for me. And I think as you get into adulthood, at some point, a lot of folks just realize that I don't have to be around people just because I'm related to them. Right. You know, that's I where I'm at in, in my own life I can be around just about anybody uh, honestly I I really can I I try to have uh, you know try to be mindful of my my own reactions my you know that dysregulation we've talked about before but not it takes a while right it does um, you know we all have that we all have that crazy person mm-hmm. in our family and some sometimes as we've talked a couple episodes ago sometimes that person's a perpetrator Right. Well, and I and I don't think too that it's it's. Uh, I think some people, again, they feel they they feel shame or they feel guilt. I might say more so for like you know I'm cutting my family members out or I'm not. And I'm like I, I don't. It's maybe my bias, but I it, it's it's going to come out here. It's just I just I don't think I, I don't think that's always right to be able to feel that because right. again 
back to the point we made on a previous podcast, I mean, you know, we, you know, we get born into families. We don't choose it. Right. Um, and I do, I do obviously believe that we should try to be peaceable with all, with all people. But I, I think being peaceable with people, you know, being peaceful, peaceable with people is not the same as being in relationship with them. Right. You know, yeah, there, there's, true. A, there's a thing, I mean, there, that even goes with like forgiveness. Mm-hmm. You know, forgiveness, you can forgive people. That doesn't mean you're going to be in relationship with them. Yes. And that's a big difference. You know, as we've said, boundaries matter. Boundaries and, matter. And so that's a that's a case in point that you can forgive someone. That's really for you. It is. Um, but, you know, getting back to this this topic of alternative uh, families, I mean, I know lots and lots of people who spend holidays with people they're not related to. Yeah. Same. Primarily. They exchange gifts with people they're yeah. not related to. For, friendsgivings. Friendsgivings. Friend, yeah. All mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. So, you know, it's really, uh, I mean, it's common. I think it's healthy. It kind of reminds me, honestly, as we're talking about the TV show Friends that was on. Yeah. That's, what, that's what's coming to mind in my, in my view right now. Of like right. A group of people who are so close that they are, they are family. They really are. Yeah, they are family. And, and in, I mean, in recovery, too, lots of groups have that kind of closeness. Um, ironically, the reason a lot of folks are in recovery is because of the experiences they had in their real families. That's right. In their families of origin, as we're using the mm-hmm. phrase, you know. Yeah. What was the Seinfeld, the grievances? You remember the Yes, the, the airing of grievances. The airing of grievances yes. and putting up the what? Yeah, uh, I, I can't remember yeah, now. But so, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's... Yeah. it's uh, anyway. Yeah, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Good you stuff. Know? And those are just, those are really, you know, good examples of alternative family arrangements or alternative options for people, right? I think so. Well, and I, to me, I think it begs the question, too, of, like, you know, why, you know, what is it about, um, maybe what is it about friends that can be a little bit different than than family? What is it about some families that seem to be able to have, uh, you know, good relationships and you know, and, and I, I, you know, in answer to that, I think there, there are some families that really work good. You know, they work on relationship. They work on the key about being a family, which yeah. is relationship. Some families don't, which is why you see alter. You know, you need sort of these alternative families. You need right. these alternative people that are in your life to be able to be though that that sis that pseudo family for you. Right. That system. You know, well, we, we all need people. We, right? Yeah, we do. And, you know, people crave relationship. And, you know, we talked about that a couple of episodes ago. People crave authenticity. It, and I think sometimes, and you've probably seen it in, in families too, where sometimes busyness is an avoidance strategy for yeah. those who don't want that. Right? Have you seen that too? Absolutely. I've seen that. And I think, yeah, I think unfortunately we see that in way too many families right i mean you know uh we're just coming off the holidays but have you noticed you know that some people will spend most of the holiday trying to do something else to to avoid you know actually having to engage or or you know and i think that speaks to things that speaks to the dynamics speaks to the system sometimes may speak to that person internally and what's going on with them but um i think what we're talking about here ultimately is real relationship families that are healthy and then these alternative families that we're kind of talking about here they they are trying to really do relationship with right. each other well you know in, in a way that, that that shows empathy to people you know what it's like to actually be them to care you know? having a conflict and knowing that at the end of that conflict 
neither one, neither party is going anywhere. That's right. They're going to stick through that. We're going to be okay. A lot of people don't have that kind of conflict revolution. Conflict revolution. Conflict resolution in their own, in their families of origin. Yeah. And so. um, What do you think about how that trickles down? And this can be a whole other episode, but. That can trickle down, obviously, to marriages. You know, yes. There's a lot of marriages out there that they you know, they don't know how to do conflict, and so when it rears its head, well, it's over. You know, right. it's like, well, no, it it doesn't have to be. You know, it's like you know you you learn to work through those things. You know, and, and I think that that's a you know that's a key. You know, as we look at these you know healthy family relationship, healthy relationships. Period. Brian. I think in. There's a, there's a can be possibly a sadness associated with the loss or the idea of what a family should be. You know, I think about that. Um, some people really don't ever have that kind of uh, Norman Rockwell family ever. And I think there's a longing for that. Mm-hmm. Some folks never, you know, there's a, an emptiness. They don't, they don't ever feel like they're mm-hmm. part of um, in their families. And so I think it's important that we try to, as you said, have relationship, have, re- have a real relationship with people. Well, and to me, a couple of questions come to mind there. And, you know, I, th- I think about, you know, I think about myself in situations, and I'm sure you've probably been there too, Chris, but it's like, you know, do, do you know those people? Do you know the people that are like truly know them? Right. You know, or in the, the second part, do you want to? You know, and, I, and I'm not suggesting that that's that we should on that. It's just I, I guess I'm suggesting those questions. Like when we're in these get, you know, when we're, we're coming off these gatherings around the holidays, you know, it's like you know, how many of those people do we truly know who they are? Right. You know, or do we take the time, you know, to, to get to? Right. Uh, and I think that 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 too can lend itself to you know the the you know as we talk about these pseudo families it's like sometimes we we get to know our our friends and stuff like that you know in a different relationship but you know and again to me the point it comes back to healthy relationship i remember we used to live in central minnesota and there was a group of folks who they were older than than us but they lived across the these two guys actually one rented from the other and they they would have you know, Thanksgiving or Christmas, things like that. And, and they'd have these, you know, grill out a tur- grill a turkey or whatever and, and these different holidays. And one of the things I always noticed was how the, the friends that would come over to these parties would, would have such relief about not being with their families anymore. You know, and I think about how much does that happen? You know, I know it happens a lot. Oh, thank goodness I'm out of that. Glad to get out of that situation. Yeah. I'm so glad to be with you because you really know me is what that's saying, I think. I think that's pretty common. Yeah, you know, and one thing I'm, I'm thinking about too, and obviously we're just coming off the heels of the holidays again, but I think, you know, I think about people that just maybe try too hard, like like in their, you know, in their own families. Like it's such a chore, you know, back to something that I think you said, Chris, a few episodes ago on our podcast. Uh, there's so much of this just the inauthentic, fake show that we have to put on that I think wears us out, you know, and it goes back to, again, not knowing each other. Okay. If I have to play this part for me to be sort of accepted in this group, well, you don't really know me. You don't really get me. 
You know, and, and I think we all search for places of people that get us. We would rather, and I think, you know, going back to Seinfeld, which I looked up, it's the Festivus Bowl. Festivus, that's <laughs> yeah. it, yes. So, so I think, and it's this is a good lead-in, that I think what we'd rather do is be around people who are willing and able and know us well enough to join us at the Festivus Bowl at yeah. times, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and in a lot of family settings, we can't do that. You know, they, they don't know us well enough and perhaps don't want to, and maybe we don't want to uh, reciprocate. I think so. You know, I, I think so. We, uh, you know, seeing families try to work on real relationship is honestly a, a thing that, that for me uh, has been, has been huge. You know, I, I worked at a treatment center to where one of the, one of the most awesome things that I got to see was family week. You know, I got to be a part of it obviously as a therapist but you got to help guide families in trying to really do real relationship, which encouraged things like the airing is airings of resentments, you know, but it also encouraged like, you know, taking ownership of things that you, you know, really talking about the real stuff right. that's there. Uh, because that, that to me is what, what to me is what family, you know, ultimately should be about, you know, it's like, are we there for one another? Do do we do we care? Are we are and are we are we willing to address the things that have been hurtful that we've done? Are we willing to, uh, you know, to you know, are we willing to air the resent get the stuff out the junk that we need to right. to get rid of it, you right. know, and then look look towards hope for the future, you know, too. And I think that that's you know it's so it, you know when when I've been a part of some of those things, they can be so powerful. You know, at times, and I remember I get to thinking, it's like, you know, that, that to me is what family is supposed to be. The problem is when it's not, you know, that's when we have to find these other things. And I know, like you said earlier, Chris, you know, you, you know, for you really getting through what you had to go through, friends were, were the key. Right. I mean, relationships. Yeah. Friendships were, were super important there. And, you know, as you were talking about what families are supposed to be, you all we always hear stories about, well, so-and-so and his brother or so-and-so and her sister haven't spoken in 20 years. They don't talk to each other. The one has kids. The other one's never met. They've never gotten together for this or that. And I think, you know, my opinion on that is life's too short for that. And, you know, if you can learn to, as you said, air those grievances and work through some of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I just don't think there's there's anything insurmountable yeah. between in in relationship. I and like you said, you can forgive somebody and and not want to hang with them. You can, but I just think those you know holding those grudges or not being willing to talk about things, it, right. it, 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 there's no upside to that. I think, and I think I'm glad you said that. I think either way you choose to go about dealing with something, whether it is to end a relationship or whether it is to re-engage that relationship, you've got to be able to get that resentment out of you because we know this in the recovery community too. You know, holding on to a resentment that's not going to get that. That's not going to end well. No, not for you. No, uh, it, it just won't. You know, I've heard the saying, um, holding a resentment is like drinking a cup of poison and waiting for someone else to die. It's well said. Yeah. And, um, you know, so it's it's just, you know, forgiveness, as you've said, you know, to work through things and re-engage in the relationship is an option and ending it's an and option. It, it is. Um, 
But either way, you've got to you've got to work through the same stuff there, regardless. Right. You know, I, I think I think where the cutoff and kind of and we can talk about this later in a different podcast too. I mean, we probably need to and one on forgiveness just in general. Right. But um, but I mean, I think there is an issue there of you know you know you've got to you've got to almost kind of kind of think about what is the potential for hurt in the future. Is this something that is going to continue? I can forgive this, but I'm not going to allow myself to con- continue to be hurt by this. Right. And bringing this back, you know, kind of full circle, I guess. These things are part of why people seek relationship yes. with friends. Yeah, absolutely. I've got this stuff to deal with, with the family. They don't want to deal with it or, you know, whatever. At least with my friends, I can be real and they'll be real with me. So I think that's really one of the, one of the big value. It's a value add, right? Well, and I'm, I'm going to, I'm honestly going to challenge too a little bit of this, that us as individuals. Uh, this is where we have to look at ourselves too. I mean, I'm not just trying to project this on everybody else. You know, we we have to be able to to look at ourselves and see what am I projecting right now as well. What am I doing that 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 is coming across maybe a certain way? Who have I hurt? Um, you know, there there are things there that we have to own. Ownership is is key in this thing. And and I would say to those too. I mean, you know, uh, you know, there are there are times where it's like looking at self and be like. Okay, is this is this worth what I'm holding on to? Back to your point, mm-hmm. you know, is life too short, and can I can I find a way to navigate this relationship? And my thing is, if you can, why not? Right, you know, exactly. Well, we hope everybody had a good holiday season and um, got through everything and uh, enjoyed the, enjoyed yourself. We um, we appreciate you tuning in, and you know, we've got. Social media going here, a little Instagram and Facebook and things like that. Um, you can always contact us, reach out to us. Yeah, and we're, and we're uh, you know, guys, over the next, uh, probably the next, you know, few months, you may be seeing on social media some some other posts from us about some upcoming uh, possible engagements that we may have that uh, uh, we'd love you to, to, you know, to, to write us and, you know, let us know. Uh, you know, if you, you know, whether it's speaking engagement or whatever you may need, you know, with that, but we would be, you'll be seeing some stuff in the next little bit, uh, some, some different things we might be offering. Yeah. And we, um, again, if you're interested in a, uh, certain topic on the podcast, let us know and we'll, we'll try to do that. We did that with vicarious trauma. It was a listener request. And so we'll, we'll take those as, uh, anytime too. All right. We will talk to you next time. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Thanks guys. This podcast is made available by Upstart Resilience, LLC, for educational purposes only, as well as to give you general information and a general understanding of the subject matter. This podcast is not designed to give specific professional advice. By using this podcast, you understand that there is no counselor-client relationship nor any other professional relationship between you and the hosts. This podcast should not be used as a substitute for competent professional advice from a licensed professional in your state.